Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Blog Talk Radio. The best heavy metal and hard rock anywhere. Live from Blog Talk Radio's multi-million dollar broadcasting facilities, the Heavy Metal Mayhem Radio Show, with your host, Mike the Big Cheese. Welcome back to the Heavy Metal Mayhem Radio Show. Last week it was Anvil Chorus. Today it's Anvil Bitch. Gary Capriati will be calling in in about an hour. And I told them we're going to get some music on, a little news, and a little bit of everything else. How about we kick things off with some Wasp, Shadow Man.
and that's how you start out the show with a little wasp with Shadow Man. What do you think, T? Hey, yeah, wasp, great band, man. Uh, yeah, it's hard to believe that's from 2002. It's already eight, almost nine years old. Wow. Time has gone by too quick, buddy, you know? <laughs> uh, this is true. Every time you turn around, it feels like, oh, I remember that song like it was yesterday. Then it was 25 years ago, 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Even eight years ago, it seemed like a long time. It's going quick, going quick. Uh, you don't have to tell me. But that's off the band's 2002 record, Dying for the World. It also features uh, Frankie Benali on drums, and Frankie is going to be on the show in a couple of weeks. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I tell you, we're going to have our two-year anniversary uh, this September, uh-huh. and we're really cranking out the guest, uh, Ron Keel. Uh, of Kale and Steel, as everybody knows. Gene Hoglin of Dark Angel and Fear Factory. We got uh-huh. Mark Storacci from Crocus. Uh-huh. Uh, who else is coming? I think Ronnie Monroe from Lillian Axe, or the guitar player. I'm not sure who it was that I set it up with. I really can't remember. Craig Gruber from Elf and Rainbow, and uh, Dio. People remember him from back then. And uh, who else we got on? Uh, got a lot of guests coming on this month. I just can't remember them all. Greg May of Tyrant. So we got a really jam-packed uh, September here. Nice. Yeah, but today we got Gary Capriati from Anvil Bitch. He's going to be calling in at around 7 o'clock. And we'll just keep cranking out the tunes until then. So we're looking really good here for uh, for September. It's going to be a big month to celebrate two years on Blog Talk Radio or on anywhere, for that matter. Two years already, man. Yeah, it goes by quick, you know? <laughs> it goes by quick. As a matter of fact, Gene Hogg going to be our 200th show and our 100th interview. So 100 bands interviewed already on here. That's a lot. It is, it is. I'm burnt out. And you didn't double, really double anybody except for... Just a ruthless we had on a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we it? had uh, we had Mistress Tina from Desdemon on uh, a few weeks ago. Right. Uh, Frank and Ron from the band are going to be calling in, I think, next week or the week after that. Right. They want to promote a show they're doing out in Jersey at the Clash Ball with Tyra, so it's going to be a good show. That's so are going to just call in to hang out. But yeah, we only uh, had one guest on twice, really. That was it. That was ruthless. And I didn't even count that in the hundred, you know. Right, 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 right. Yeah, so uh, we got to slow down, otherwise, won't be nobody left to interview. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> yeah, you know. So, hey, you know, once these are out of the way, I think October, November, December, because we had all the holidays and there won't be some shows. We'll just sit back, relax, and maybe bang out a lot of music for the rest of the year before we pick up with the interviews again. Right, right, right. That's cool. refresh you a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. We'll I hear you. Face it out. That's what I like. All right, let me see what I got up next here. I was going to play this, but maybe I'll play that instead. You never know. All right, how about a little Vendetta? Okay. Never Die.
got some vendetta would never die off their brain damage record from back in the day. A little bit more German metal. The German metal did great this summer. People loved it. Oh, great. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, very good. So, got to keep things going here. I, I was telling you in the room before, I hooked up I hooked up the show with Sony. So, uh, right. we're going to be getting a lot of other artists on. Well, you know, at least whatever hard rock or metal ones. Cool. But uh, they're very stringent with the way they do things. It's like there's only windows that they open up for interviews. Right. That you can go through them for. So uh, they got us in with the Crocus one. Uh, so that's pretty good. I'll take it. Definitely. Then, then if stuff comes up, we'll keep moving along with them. So it's great to, you know, keep expanding. That's exactly what we're doing here. I like that new Crocus. It's good. Yeah, who do? A good album. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mark is going to be calling in. Um I was hoping to have him on live. I don't think it's going to happen because uh, the time difference is too great between here and Switzerland. So, uh, right. I think we'll have to pre-record that one. There's a couple we got to have to pre-record this week because uh, they're overseas. But we'll get them on, and you know, it's as good as live. Just won't be able to ask any questions. But you know, sometimes I can't help that. Yeah. Yeah, but it's good to have them on. I got a few more in the works. I'm just going to hold off on them until we get a little later into the year. That way, I don't pile up again and do like two a week. It's this whole uh, spring and summer was kind of hectic with that. Now we're back down to one, and it feels good again. Got more time for Yeah, music. I think it's more manageable. Yeah, you know, more time to talk to whoever's calling in, and more songs to get on it now. So that's what it's all about is the music. This is true. Yes, it is. So uh, let me see. There's a couple of new things coming out. I can't. I, I just got the new Iron Maiden. I got to tell you, I don't like it at all. I don't know if you heard the yeah. whole thing yet. I know, yeah. Yeah, I, I just I can't get into it. It's just there's nothing catchy about it. Like there's not, not one song that hooks me in. Yeah, I don't know, I just can't get into first, it. At first I thought, like, the Eldorado song kind of reminded me of a, excuse me, a like Bruce Dickinson solo track, you know? Yeah, yeah. But then some of the other tracks, they just really don't, uh, they really jump at you, don't you know, jump out at you. The first track is so boring in the beginning. Oh, it's like three minutes of this you most moronic what, riff. <laughs> yeah, you don't know what the hell they're doing. Yeah. You know, I don't know, man. They, they might have rushed this one, I don't know. Well, it's been what two or three years since the last record. I mean, but wow. they keep they they have this thing. It seems like Iron Man is like, well, we have the right to do what we want to do. Yeah, that's that's true. You're you know. Yeah, of course. You do, but you, you just yeah, you gotta you know. I don't know. It's hard to explain. I, I can't criticize it because I love them. They're a great band. I just oh, yeah. don't care for this record. It just doesn't go anywhere. Maybe it's time to get rid of Yannick Gears. And uh, then again, he's probably the only one of the decent songwriters left in the band. But it's just monotonous. It's just like you know, here's what we want to do. I don't think anybody sat down to listen to these songs and say, hey, there's nothing catchy here. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, that, that, they're not a pop band, right. but you got to be something catchy that says, wow, that's a great riff or that's yeah. a great lyric or a vocal. And there's nothing on here that makes you want to listen to it a second time. You see, what was good is the producer from Accept, right? He sat them down, made them listen. He listened to sh- the shit that they had, the riffs that they had, and he was like, yeah, that's cool. But here, sit down, listen to the Breaker album, listen to this, listen to that. He made them listen to like two two or three albums. And he goes, this is where your head has got to be, you know, because this yeah. is when you were the best. And the guy the guy gave him, you know, that's what a producer is supposed to do. Yeah. And because they do themselves, I guess produce themselves, well, they, nobody have, they don't really them have them. a, yeah. yeah, they don't, you know, if they had the producer that, you know, that they used to have, you know, Maybe you would kick some kick some life into them, you know. I, I agree. Sometimes you need a different voice, not to change your music around. I'm I'm never for any producer or record to change the band's music around. I just say, hey, you know what? Listen to this. I mean, you have Mutt Lang who pretty much dominated the entire sound of Def Leppard the way he changed them yeah. into a completely different band. He also did the exactly. same thing to ACDC. And then you have other, you know, have like Bob Rock, who, in my opinion, killed Metallica. I think they listened to him way too much. 
And even though he put out their biggest record with them, the Black Album, he kind of brought them down after that. He just changed the style completely and changed Headfield's vocal style. Yeah. It was, you know, it wasn't what it was. Exactly. And, uh, it's a fortune that I have my main, but you know what? They put out a lot of great records. I have to live with one that's not so great, and you know, I'm sure it'll come back with a better one the next time around, right? Yeah, but see, now the problem is now they tour, and they're going to do a lot of stuff from the new album. Yeah. You know, it's going to be like, what the heck, you know? I know. Well, we'll have to keep uh, looking for something better the entire time over until then. I mean, uh, I if we're looking for other stuff, Onslaught has got a brand new record coming out. I think it's called The Sounds of War. Who's this now? On Onslaught. They were a great uh, thrash band from England back in the 80s. and Oh, cool. They kind of broke up in the mid-80s, came back together a couple of years ago, put out a really good comeback record. I think it was called The, the Killing, Killing Something, uh, Killing Sound. I can't even remember. It's been a while, but uh, it was a good record. They got new, and, and Exciter also have a new record coming out real soon. Oh, yeah, yeah. I read that somewhere. Yeah, yeah so I'm looking forward to hearing The Exciter. That's... Uh, that's going to be good. They've been working on it a couple of years now, and uh, the last record was actually a pretty good one. Uh, even though it didn't have a lot of original members with John Reese on it, it was a pretty good record. Uh, Thresh, uh, what the hell was the name of it? Thresh V. Burn or something? Yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah, that was a good record. So, and Flotsam and Jetsam have a new record coming out, I think, in two weeks called The Cold. They also got a new song up on the website you can check out from the new album. I haven't had a chance to go there yet and listen to it. But uh, I remember I had uh, Eric the Singer and Craig the Drummer on like two years ago, and they were talking yeah. about working on it. So it's been a long time coming on that album. That's cool. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that also. And I just got the new Paul Gilbert, uh, the guitar player from Racer X. Yeah, that's pretty good, man. Yeah, yeah, not bad at all. I, I tried to get him on the show. It didn't work, but uh, now that I'm moving up in the contact world. Maybe I'll try again. Yeah, kid. <laughs> that guy is amazing. Uh, uh, yeah, I would love to have him on. Plus, you could choose his ear for hours about guitar work, so. Oh, my God, I forget it. I could do I a know. whole show. <laughs> yeah, I'll work on that again. You know, uh, sometimes like, I get so many at one time, and then I have nowhere to put them on. And then sometimes it's like, you know, it's like Feast of Fam. It's like everything else. This is true. This is true. I hear you. How I about we get some more music on? Because i got to yeah. do a little tinkle in the boys' room here. All right. How's that sound? You up for that? I'm up for anything you can give me. All right, well, I can give you something else, but uh, we'll start with this. <laughs> uh, do a little back-to-back here. <laughs> make me a cake, brother. I'll make you a cake. We'll start out with a little Dark Wizard with Mortal Agony, and then go right into Ravage. Turn the screw. <laughs>
metal up your ass, baby. There you go. That was Dark Wizard with Mortal Agony. I thought I had the two songs lined up back to back. I tried something new. I guess uh, I oh, must have uploaded the wrong one. Yeah, that, ha- that happened to me the other day. I was playing the track and it wouldn't play at all. I yeah, I, I, I bought this audio editing program. I put a couple of them together. Oh, uh, I see. yeah, that's good. So they string, but uh, I think when I, I had all of them on the, the desktop, the light was like changed like a little bit of the wording around, so I could keep them if I found the right one. I think I forgot and I, uh, I uploaded the wrong one, but that's all right. That's all right. If I got Ravage on here still somewhere, I'll, uh, I'll get it on next, but I don't think I do now. Yeah, that was a nice little thing, too. I worked about nine hours trying to string that together, trying to figure out the program. Doesn't that blow, man? Yeah, it takes forever to figure these things out when you're an I idiot. Try to look, I try to link together a bunch of uh, videos of my crazy dogs. Yeah. My niece's crazy dogs. And um, and then I try to add music to it. And yeah. And a little bit of a title before and after, and it was great. Sure. But when I uploaded it to, to um, YouTube, it didn't record the music. It didn't record the uh. titling. Got it. So you heard the original, the original background noise, and uh, the TV was loud, and it was annoying. So I just deleted it. I don't know. I just don't know how to use stuff. I, I just, I'm like electronically, you know, using computers. I just can't do it. I know. I know. You feel, I just said that. I feel like an idiot. I can't figure these things out. When I think I got them, like great, and then I forget the next time. Exactly. I, I get it. I get it strung together for Sometimes next week. I get I'll stuff by accident, and then I don't remember how I did it. Yeah, yeah, I know, that happens. Ah, what are you going to do? This is a whole new thing for us. We're old school, you know, cassettes, vinyl. Right. Exactly. Even CDs right. are too modern for me. Yeah, cassettes I used to record with, with two cassettes. I used to splice stuff together. Yeah. Uh, it was amazing how, you know, how much fun, you know, it was. It took sure. a lot of time. It still does, you know. But you don't mind the time if you get the night, you know, the product. Because then exactly. you learn each time, you know. But, uh. It's it's weird. I don't know. They say it, now a lot of people go, oh, the Apple stuff is so great. So I tried using the Apple program, the QuickTime program for this video, yeah. and I just couldn't do it. So now I'm gonna go. I'm gonna resort back to Windows. It's just that the video that I have off my phone is a QuickTime video. Got it. So I gotta convert convert it to a Windows, you know, or or, or an MPEG. A video, you know, and I don't know how to do all that. And then, you know, if you want to get a program and it costs you $40 that you're going to use twice in your life, you know. I know. Try to find, like, a free program and then, like, you know, doesn't always work. Yeah, I just I don't know. get it, man. <laughs> Neither do I. Neither do I. Uh, we do the best we can. It's all we can do. Yeah. All right. How about we do our demolition segment? Uh, no Sunday Night Spotlight this week. Uh, I'm going to lay off that for a while. A lot of bands sent me some good stuff, so... We'll do it sporadically here and there, you know, maybe every other week. Or yeah, when you get something good. Yeah, stuff comes along. I've got a lot of good stuff, and it's something I'm not crazy about, but I'll put it on anyway, give these bands that, you know, people hear them and check them out. we got to yeah, encourage the new uh, generation. Right, definitely. But uh, I'm not going to do it every week like we used. It's just become too much. It's one less thing. Uh, so there's nothing tonight, but we'll get back to that next week. We've got a few really good bands, so I am going to get them on over the next couple of weeks. Okay. Right now, we'll do our Demolition segment demo. You can download a copy of this. It's up right now on the Heavy Metal Mayhem block spot. Go there right now and grab yourself a copy of it. It's a band called Recon. Uh, they're a Christian metal band. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like to call them White Metal. That was the name it was given years ago, you know, when black metal was around. Yeah. Now everybody changes the names around for everything. But uh, they were a really good band. And this is off their uh, 19... This is actually a... Uh, I think it was the only demo tape, if I'm, if I'm correct. 
from 1989. I'll check it out after this is over. Uh, they put out a few records, and this is actually a pretty good sounding one. At least it was when I was uh, mixing it together. Uh-huh. So check it out. If you like it, go there and download it. Uh, I'll get you on a song called Light the Fire. Here we go. Net, and I'm here to tell you about an awesome show that's coming to town. The Christian Metal and Rock Alliance Festival is rolling into the Mannheim, PA area, September the 11th. This one-day incredible event is going to feature some awesome Christian metal and rock bands like Drop Veil, Faith Factor, Coriolis, Under Command, 
Fireboard, Cry of Zion, Down to One, Fair Warning, and Stephen Yost. That's Saturday, September the 11th at Warehouse 54. Warehouse 54 is located at 54 North Penryn Road in Mannheim, PA. That's 54 North Penryn Road in Mannheim, PA. This is going to be a power-packed day of remembrance, prayer, praise, and power. All ages are welcome, and tickets are available at the door for $10. This is Pastor Brad of GuitarJams.net for the Christian Rock and Metal Alliance, where we jam for the Lamb and rock for the rock. Hail to all who keep it true. Out. All right, if you're in the Pennsylvania area during that week, go check out the show September 11th. I thought that was a pretty good segue from Recon to that. Yeah, nice. That was a good sounding demo. That was their first demo from 1989. They did put out one more uh, a year later in 1990, right uh, right before their first record, Behind Enemy Lines. And that wow. was kind of it for the band. I think they put out a, well, not them, but probably some record label, put out a bootleg live record, I think, in 2001. But they were a good band. That's a pretty good sound to take. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. yeah, so go download that right now. It's up on the block spot. Enjoy it. Add it to your collection. There's got to be dozens and dozens of demos up there by now over the last two years, as well as oh, the yeah. live show. So head over to the blog spot, Heaven No Man blog spot, and go download stuff, a lot of stuff. Alex downloads stuff every week, so he makes a whole show out of it. <laughs> so, go ahead over there and uh, check out that stuff. So it's pretty good. Also, uh, um, we're one of the sponsors of uh, the Iron and Steel Festival, too. And uh, Ski just completed the lineup. It's all set. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm sure we'll have a whole package put together in a couple of weeks uh, when he has a chance. But it's October 23rd at the Silo. I believe it's in Reading, PA. And uh, you got Cage Headlining coming in from California. you got Fate Factor on the bill, Beyond Fallen, uh, Forgotten Legacy, who we had on the show not long ago, uh, Kill Plot, Necromancer, Death Eliza. I believe they're out of New York, that band, too. And uh, Cry of Zion. So it's going to be a great show. And as we get closer, I'll have more for you on there. And uh, you can always go over to TrueMetalAmerica.com and, uh, or MySpace, I believe it's in. Check out and get all the info you can. And I'll have more as we get closer to it also. Looking to be a good show. I think I'm going to head out there, too, for that one. That should be good. Yeah, it'll be an all-day show. So uh, maybe we'll have to make a trip to Pennsylvania. Not too far from here, about two and a half hours. Cool. Three hours for you. Yeah, so maybe we'll do that in October, especially if it's a nice day. We'll get out of here, go head out to PA. Sounds cool. I like that. All right, so things are looking good. Let me see. Uh, I wish I could have got that Ravage. I was in the mood for them, but uh, I'll save it for next week. Not a big deal. Not too bad. I hear Silver Mountain got back together. The Ingvay Malmsteen's first band. Uh, really? Uh. Yeah, I think it's only a one-off show, but September 4th in Sweden. But maybe it'll be enough to get those guys going again. Oh. Uh, I don't I don't know if it's all the original members. I know it's not Yngwie, but... Uh, the guys before him, the band was actually around before he joined, but uh, right, it'd right. be nice. I was a big fan of them back in the early days. I have uh, everything they put out, the demos, uh, the single, and the album, so it'd be good to hear more from them. We'll see what happens with that. Yeah, that should be interesting. Yeah, I like that, and I think uh, the Ozfest kicked off this weekend. Uh, you got yeah. Priest on there, and I think Motley Crue was on there also. Not Priest, I'm sorry, Rob Holford and, uh, and Motley Crue on the bill, so that should be pretty good. Yeah. Hello? Hello? Yeah. Anybody there? Hello? Hello? <laughs> okay, I don't know if you were there or not. <laughs> Black Label, I think, is playing. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. It's probably the usual culprits on there. Probably a $500 ticket, too, on Sharon Osborne. You probably need everybody else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know. He's got a new album out. It doesn't sound bad. Who's that? Uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Zach Wilde. 
Uh, you know, I haven't heard the new Black Label yet. Uh, I haven't bad. checked it out. I, yeah, I was never I, a big fan of them. I was never really crazy about them, but there was always one or two tracks that I liked to hear on the uh, on the radio, you know, on the satellite. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Listening to E.T. Yeah, E.T. Phone Home. And, uh, yeah, I, I like it. It's pretty good. Yeah, I tried to listen to Eddie Trunk on uh, Friday night, but I made I caught him don't like the news, I guess. Uh I got to about two minutes. He was talking about how Dave Manichetti bought him a birthday cake. and Oh, that was too much, yeah. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I had enough Eddie Trunk already. <laughs> two minutes of hearing him talk about how they threw him a birthday party. I was like, that's it. I can see where this conversation is going. So I kind of turned it off. One good thing is uh, the Woody Colts show is going to be in an hour now this season. Yeah, I stopped watching that, too. I can't watch him anymore. Tommy. I'm telling you, I just can't. Uh... I like the other two guys. They're funny. I know, but I just can't stomach him anymore. Like you know, that. Alex was saying before too. Alex was like, uh, I think it's like the fan in him that comes out a little too much sometimes, where he has to tell people he hung out with these bands and everything. But he's just become so self-absorbed lately. It's a shame because he is a great DJ and he has a lot of good stuff. But just stop talking about how you've been involved with everything in heavy metal from day one till now. I mean, you know, it's enough. Well, enough. Focus on the bands and the music and everything else like he used to do. He was never that bad on any W. Yeah, I guess he's got so much freedom now, you know. Oh, you know, hey, I mean, God bless him. I mean, he does a lot, but I just can't tolerate that. I can't tolerate the, the self-talk anymore, you know? He's like a carnival barker for heavy metal. Okay, well, we need somebody to blow the, blow the horn, you know? All right, I can see you don't want to say nothing bad. I don't think I'm saying anything bad. I'm just saying stop talking about yourself and relating well, every story to yourself that. It's not even that. I, I don't want to be, I don't want to be, uh, what do you call it, you know? Uh, uh, yeah. You know, talk talk bad, and then, you know... Well, you spoke bad about, I guess, last week. I think they were a little offended about your California remark. They got me after the show. What did I say now? You, you said that they were, they didn't really talk a they lot. Were they were mellow. They were mellow, yeah. I said, yeah. Maybe some of that California marijuana. <laughs> I, guess that, uh, I guess in California that means something else. I don't know. <laughs> i tell you one thing. It's like, what do you call it? The next two weeks on the show, it's like an episode of The Sopranos. we got Gary Capriati calling in tonight. Dave Bizzagotti next week and Ray Cola. We okay. have like a sit down, like a heavy metal sit down these next couple of shows with all the with all the Italians we got coming on here. Yeah, it's a shame they got to talk to two Jewish boys like us, but what are you gonna do? <laughs> all right, how about I get some more music on here? All right. All right, how about we head out to Germany again? I should have played all these uh, <laughs> uh, last month we were doing our German show, but uh, too many. Uh, let me see what I have lined up here. I wanted to play Avenger, so maybe I'll get them on if I could find them. Can't even seem to find where I put that anymore. Oh, here we go. This is Avenger. This is off their first EP, Prayers of Steel. That's the title track.
God, I was Avenger off their first EP, Prayers of Steel. That's a great song. Band later on, a year or two later, changed the name to Rage, and they're still playing, and they just put out a new record a few months ago, as a matter of fact. So there you go. What did they change their name to? Razor? No. Rage. R-A-G-E. Oh, I'm sorry. Rage. Yeah. Oh, there was yeah. an old me- uh, new wave of uh, heavy metal, new wave of British heavy metal band named Rage. Yeah, that, uh, there was also one called uh, Avenger. <laughs> that's why they changed the name. Oh. And the name they changed it to was the same as another band. But I guess oh, it said, hey, God. only they, once. That's it. They didn't pick such a great. Uh, they went yeah. from one to another. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're Germans. What do you expect? Well, yeah, it's true. You can't just call yourself uh, Butterschnickel or something. You, you know? got to remember, back in the 80s, a band in Germany wouldn't know what a band in England was calling themselves. And no, yeah, nobody, yeah, there was no internet. internet yeah, you know, today you click a button and you find out there's 50,000, you know, you know, the same. But back then, you yeah. wouldn't know until somebody had a way of making it and getting the name out there somehow, you know? True, true. There's no way really of checking it. No, not at you all. Know. So that's what happens, but what are you going to do? All righty. Well, we got Gary calling in in about 15 minutes or so. So yeah. how about we get on one or two more songs? We'll start with some Manful Pitch music after that, and we'll talk with him. How about we do some of the brand new loud in this record? I don't think I put anything off there. How about a little rule the world?
Giannis over there. Pretty good. I tell you, they're really active the last couple of years. They're putting out like album after album out. Yeah, I couldn't believe when I read that they have a, they're working on a new album. I said, wait a second, the other one just come out. Yeah, ever everlasting or something, and then right, uh, this yeah. one, King of Pain. So they're really active. That's pretty good. Maybe if we had that kind of music back in the forties, I wouldn't have bombed Pearl Harbor. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. <laughs> just saying. Speaking of our enemies, uh. Our good friend Pat Adams is coming in this week from Texas. Uh, he's heading in Tuesday, so i got to try to meet up with him one night and uh, oh, yeah? have a drink. Uh, he's, he's got stuff going on the whole week. I, I'm going to try to meet up with him Tuesday. Uh, just remind you, there won't be any metal matinee this Thursday because I'm going to go down to the Jersey Shore with the wife and kids for a couple of days, so we're not going to have a show this Thursday. We'll be back yeah. Sunday night. So uh, maybe I'll call Pat. Maybe he wants to get together Tuesday night for a little bit. If you're, you're up to going out. I mean, we'll head into the city by his hotel, just grab a drink or something, you know, come back home. Yeah, well, give me a call and see what's up. Yeah, when he gets in Tuesday, he's going to call what, me. Is he doing work in the city? No, nah, he's just here with the wife and kid for the week. Uh, I think it's Vicky's birthday, so they're going to celebrate Saturday. I think her father's coming in. Uh, but you know, I won't be around, I don't think, that day. So I, I want to maybe meet up with him Tuesday night if I can. So at least I've seen him for a few minutes. So cool. when he gets in, gives me a call. I'll let you know. We'll see what's going on. But I remember yeah. when we were kids, Pat went to uh, Germany uh, to go visit some family members. Uh, and he came back with an album by the band called Talon. And uh, 30 years later, he's still talking about that damn record like he discovered this band. Because he bought the record over there <laughs> and came home with it. And they were a heavy metal band, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, how about we get on something by the band Talon? This is song called Hotter Than a Thousand Suns. Just that. like Pat's head. And that had a reason why you picked it. Pat.
That was Talon with Hotter Than a Thousand Suns. Cool. It's like when you touch Pat's head, that red hair, that flaming red hair of his. <laughs> He'll be coming in from Texas this week. I'm looking forward to seeing my buddy. It's been a while. Plus, i got to get to the bank tomorrow and take out a second mortgage and have dinner with him because it, uh, it's never cheap when you go out with Pat. <laughs> Hamburger and a beer cost you $45. <laughs> Is he doing the math? Uh, I guess so. I don't know. I don't know. We'll go out for a drink. It should only run me about $38 for two beers, so that's not too bad. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. All right, well, Gary's going to be calling in any minute. Until then, uh, just keep the music going, I guess. Uh, save the talk of when uh, he gets on. How about, uh, let me see what I got. How about a little warning SF out of San Francisco? Uh, the drummer that's been Will Carroll is now playing in Death Angel Band. I was supposed to have him on the show a little while ago, but uh just kind of bombed out. But I think I'm going to try again. This yeah. is called Upon Your Knees. Some warning, SF. I don't think those guys are really active today. It might be. I shouldn't say that without checking it out first, right? Warning. Warning, SF. Cool. Yeah. So what's shaking in the world of metal? We got a few minutes to kill. Anything going uh, on? Good. Bill Ward uh, was talking about possibly a Black Sabbath. Uh, he would like to do a Black Sabbath thing. So. Oh really? And Ozzy's talking possible. And. Oh. Uh, only Iomi says, uh, 
relationship is complicated. Okay. So, well, I, you know, I you know what that means, but yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it just came off that that stupid lawsuit, you know. I know. I got, I have no interest even in seeing them with Ozzy because I, I you know, I, I was the biggest Ozzy fan in the world, but he can't perform yeah. anymore. He you can't know sing live. Sound like crap, unfortunately. Yeah. At least for his voice. Musically, yep. it'll sound all right, but uh, unless they just do like a, you know, like a small, like you know, like a small gig, you know. Unless they you just know. do Iron Man and Paranoid for an hour, because yeah, he doesn't <laughs> sing anything else anymore. He, he just doesn't sing anything else. Yeah, I mean, you have to pick like a certain crop of a uh, bunch of songs that he could sing. But who wants to hear the same old shit? You know, want to hear know. different songs? You know, that's what know. that's what the beauty with uh, Mr. Ronnie James Dale. He could sing almost anything in his catalog. You know, I know that was the, the you know you know I I I got a copy of the bootleg from the High Voltage Festival. Yeah. Uh, on on the internet, and uh, I tell you, Glenn Hughes sounded great, and yeah. so did Yorn, who sang a lot of the songs also. Uh, yeah. He's, and so, who knows what they're gonna do? I, I mean, you know, I mean, Heaven Helping is gone, but uh, I have no interest in seeing them with Ozzy because he can't perform any of the real classic songs outside of those two. And you're gonna, you get, it's monotonous after a while. You just can't, you know. You know, I saw him a few years ago. I thought he was horrendous live. Yeah, yeah. Just he, doesn't have it anymore. He should really retire. But, you he know, wants to retire. She just won't let him. Yeah, I mean, you know, if he did like just like a CD every so often, you know, and maybe a couple of uh, TV gigs or something like that, you know. Yeah, I sure. think it would be good for him. You know, maybe that's you know maybe that's why he let uh, Zach go. You know, figuring Zach's got his own thing going and yeah, you know, all up to him and all that, and he just picked up this kid, you know, because cause he's uh, you know. He's young and maybe he can give him some some longevity, but the kid is still gonna play. You know, Gus is still gonna play with Firewind. So um, yeah, you know, yeah. but when you're younger, you can do like that. You sure, know? you can. Well, Sharon's not gonna let him retire. Matter of fact, you know, when I when I do my best uh, thinking and working, you know, usually in the bathroom, I grab one of my old rock magazines and I dug yeah. out an episode of uh, Rip magazine from 1990. Right, right. Where Ozzy said, and then it was an interview with Ozzy says, I'm retiring after this tour. I just don't have it in me to keep going on. That was 1990. That's okay? Ironic. That was 20 years ago. He wanted to retire, and she won't let him. Even on the Osbournes, he had the TV show. He says, you know, this is it. I can't do it anymore. And she wasn't, just keeps putting him out there. Wasn't there a tour called No More Tours? It's no More Tours, yeah. It was probably yeah, right yeah. In, the, in the. He just said, uh, he wants to stop, and she just won't let him. Yeah. Just got to keep that money coming in, you know? But she's probably making more money herself than he's making touring right now with all the TV shows that she's on and everything else she's doing. So who the hell knows? But it's time to, you know, time to put it to rest with him. He just didn't help. You know, his voice didn't hold up over the years. Not that it has to, like, you know, so greatly, but it's just he just can't perform live. Yeah, yeah. And you're wasting your money. That's like a hundred bucks. Got, I'm sorry. No, no, that's all right. Alfred has still got a great voice. And, yep. And, you know, do a priest tour. He could do a solo tour. I, I even saw him on a TV uh, TV commercial the other day. It was real quick, and if ah. it wasn't for the DVR being able to re, you know rewind, I wouldn't yeah. have swore it was him, but it was definitely him. It's for um, Virgin Mobile. Okay. Virgin Mobile. He plays a priest at a like uh, at a funeral, and uh, he's got his hands up, and he puts you know he says something like. Uh, Let's let us pray, something like that. I think he says, "Let us pray," and he holds his hands up, and I think everybody stands up in the mass. He's either in a mass or at a funeral, and it was so quick, you know. And I, uh, I have no way of 
taking it off my DVR, you know. So but yeah, yeah. It, it'll probably be played more. Just watch for it. it it's a fast-moving um, Virgin Mobile commercial where they do a bunch of different clips, and it's like the third clip where you you see a bald Halford saying, let us pray, and hold his hands up. It's great. <laughs> oh, i got to check that out. Yeah, i got to look for that one. Yeah. I'll check it out. For that. Cool. All right, well, yeah, let me get some anvil pitch on now. Uh, Hopefully Gary calling any minute. I, ho- I don't know if I was supposed to call him or he's calling here. I thought I told him to call into the show. I'll find out in a few minutes. I'm going to get on a song and go check out the email and uh, see what we got going on here tonight. How does that sound? Okay, cool. All right, here's a little anvil bitch off the band's first record, Rise to a Fen, Arsenic and Cyanide. Arsenic and cyanide. I did tell Gary to call in, so uh, if you don't call in a couple of minutes, I'll uh, I'll give him a call. I don't like to track people down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But we'll see what happens. Wait a couple more minutes, then everybody's clock is uh, exact. Yeah, I didn't see anything on the MySpace about the show, but no, nah, I didn't even notice myself. I didn't even look. But uh, yeah, I'll wait a couple more minutes, and uh, if he doesn't call in, I'll reach out to him. I got his number. I'd have yeah, to most, hook most up the Skype and uh, my space, you know. Yeah, uh, they don't they don't seem to advertise too much about anything, so 
We'll see what happens. Maybe I won't even bother. Maybe we'll just keep going with the music. Yeah, it looks like Axl Rose is canceling all his shows. Oh, again? Yeah. Yeah, official Twitter. Twitter, 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 Twitter? Twitter, yeah. <laughs> Twitter profile of uh, Axl Rose. All previously announced Guns N' Roses dates have been officially canceled. No further dates and uh, details are available. Mm, wow. I don't know what's going on there. It could have been hacked. So it's like, you know, they got like a question mark. Yeah. And uh, it's know. funny because uh, the guitar player was just on uh, on uh, Eddie Trunk the other day. The Bumblefoot. Bumblefoot. Oh, yeah, yeah. I heard it was going to be on there. Did he say yeah. anything? Bumblefoot. And um, it was kind of quiet because every yeah. time, yeah, every time, <laughs> yeah, Eddie's the controversial, uh, he's very controversial, Eddie, you know. But yet he won't answer a question from a fan. But anyways, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, he kept asking Bumblefoot, and Bumblefoot just kept, you know, kept sidetracked. I was like, why don't you give me his email? You know, give me his uh, his current uh, what do you call it? Um, email address or something like that. And he's just yeah. like, well, you know, you know, you know. I guess he don't want to lose his gig. He's got a good gig. I wouldn't want to lose it either. You know, if I was. Uh, yeah. You know, are, are people still going to see them, Guns N' Roses, when they play? I mean, or Axl Roses, Guns N' Roses? Yeah. Are they still drawing crowds? Like, I mean, like, are they, like, arenas? Are they playing clubs know, now? Or? I heard that every time he plays, he's always late. He's still late on stage. Yeah. Drives people crazy. I think when they played The Garden, um, he was, like, late, and they had to pay, like, stupid money in fucking overtime, you know? Oh, yeah. If you're not off this stage at a certain time, you got to pay all the union dues for the, yeah. for the guys working there, yeah. Yeah, because, you know, this is New York City, man. We Hell yeah. But, I mean, are they selling it out? I mean, are people actually going, like, you know, uh, filling out these arenas in these days? I don't think they're selling out. I, I mean, obviously, if they had the original lineup, they'd sell out. You know, I mean, I, I'm i not, like, really a big fan. Yeah. But I do look, I really like the first album, and, and I recognize it as, you know, you know, a really good album, you know. Well, that's because you're a sissy, I know. That's all right. I'm not a sissy. <laughs> look at you, you like, friggin' all that hair metal I don't like. I gotta play it. I gotta. I gotta play. I gotta play music that everybody likes on here. It's not just what I like. I got other people. You know. Not really. You can play other stuff. No, play. I got people that some emails like they want to hear Dokken and you know stuff like that. So I have to play something. I got people that want to hear Slayer. Alex. And... Alex wants to hear Dokken. That's Alex. Yeah. <laughs> people want to hear a little. I get emails all week. People want to hear this. They want to hear this. I try to mix it up. You know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I recognize the Guns N' Roses album. As no, I do like the first record. I do. In the first, you know, if you had it took. You know, top twenty-five. You know, yeah. I mean, not. I'm talking about you know of all time. I wouldn't say it was my. It would be in my top twenty-five. You know? Yeah. I was thinking about. I I heard uh, "Murders in the Room Morgue" and I haven't heard it in a while. And I, wow. you know what? This is like the ultimate heavy metal song. Yeah. Because yeah, because it starts off slow, it gets heavy, it has good riffs. It's like the ultimate. And I, you know, I even said that whole album. Is I you know if I had to pick the best heavy metal album of all times, yeah, you know even though you know there was you know you got to aside from picking the bands who started it all you know like the Black Sabbath, sure. the Deep Purple's and you know and the Judas Priest, if they just if you just said you know what you know what album to you if an alien came down and wanted to hear heavy metal. You know what would you get? Because you know you played them Black Sabbath, and then if they heard something like Metallica, they'd be like, "Well, that's not heavy metal because it don't sound like Black Sabbath." 
You know what I'm trying to say? I just, you know. I know, I, I agree. I just want to, you know, I figured since uh, off call is not calling in. <laughs> yeah, not yet anyway. No, I, I agree with what you're saying. I, you know. and, and I always like the first two uh, I made albums are I know. my favorites, you know. They are and, they are the best ones in the and, bunch. And obviously, you know, Numbers of the Beast is is like a close, you know, a close second. But I I couldn't say which one, you know, out of the two. You know, the first two is my favorite. So they're great. The whole the, the whole Paul Diano stuff is yeah. great. I, you know, I like the way you described the song. You know, it starts out slow, yeah. it builds up, it gets heavy, and, and then like it ends really fast. Good in it, and yeah, I, and it sounds and like and my sex life, but you know. There you go, right? <laughs> <laughs> And I was, well, not that I know, but I heard. <laughs> I think it's even worse that the road's getting around. <laughs> uh, I read it on Facebook, I think. No. Oh, I can imagine. <laughs> and my wife must have been busy the other day. <laughs> uh, shut up, pizza. Oh, God. But, uh, yeah, I hear I you. Know. You know, I mean, there's so much out there, you know what I mean? There is. There's so many different genres and all that, like, you know. Yeah, 30 years of, you know, heavy metal. I mean, you know, we start yeah. having, you know, from the late 70s yeah. on now. So, uh, got a big catalog of music to choose from. Even though I like to forget about the 90s, there were actually a few good bands that came out in the 90s that, oh, that kept playing traditional, you know, 80s style metal or whatever you want to call it today. People call it classic sure, and vintage. And... That kept it, you know, kept it alive. Yeah. Even when uh, some of our mainstays, you know, kind of strayed. Yeah. But, you know, they did it for financial reasons, you know, like Judas Priest. And, you know what? I, I listened to some of the Turbo Lover albums. Some of the songs are pretty good. I mean, the lyrics are kind of corny. The, um, the, you know, the production was kind of eh. But if you did some of those songs live, I remember, yeah. uh, I think I remember uh, 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 Tim Owens doing a, a song from the Turbo Lover album. I'm not sure if it was Turbo Lover. But, you know, they used to tune down, so it, it came out even heavier, you know? Some of those songs are pretty good. Yeah, well, you know, at that time, uh, in the mid to late 80s, you know... It blew us away. I mean, even man, I'm a big Manowar fan, you know that, and Ross yep. is like my boy, you know? But when, uh, when uh, what do you call it? What the hell album was that? The one that looks like the Kiss cover? Kings of the World, the King of the World? No, uh, what was it again? King of the World? Something of the World. Or Fighting the World. War, fighting the World. The Warriors right. of the World. It's all the same. You yeah, can't tell anymore. Fighting of, well, Warriors of the World Unite was later on. Okay. But, <laughs> well, that wasn't without Ross. But, yeah, um, it was Fighting the World. The one from 87. Fighting the World. Yeah, I it looks like the like, Kiss album. Why? Yeah. This is terrible. I thought it was terrible. But there are some great friggin' songs on that album. Yeah, you got Blow the Your Speakers, Carry On. You know, production was a little light, you know, compared to some of the heaviest stuff, you know. Yeah. But, you know, getting, you know, just going around again with Manowar, I mean, I just saw a set list from one of their new sh new newer shows. Yeah. There's absolutely nothing in there. There's nothing in there. Nothing, really? Nothing, you know, of, you know, of, of Ross. I mean, maybe there's one song. Uh, Black Wind, Fire and Steel. I think that was like a, that's about it. It's like I can't, you just can't believe it. You know, maybe Kings of Metal was in there. Uh, I mean, maybe two out of like twelve, thirteen songs. I was just like, wow. God bless them that they could still, you know, book shows and still have a fan base because uh, if they played that show here, I I wouldn't go. I really honest with you. I hear you. That's, you know, I want to hear you know older stuff. I know. It's just me. Man, they don't play here anymore, so that's something we never have yeah, to Yeah, really. So what's the difference? <laughs>
they never play here anymore, so. So what have Actually, you heard lately? Anything? Ah, nothing at all, really. Things have been quiet. Things have been real quiet lately. I'm going to try to call him up, uh, give him a call. So maybe I'll get a song on while I hook everything up and, uh, and reach out to them. I'll yeah, give one more Anvil Bitch a song. Yeah, cool. All right, this is off maybe the Sanctify EP. Maybe yeah. he thought it was, uh, he thought you were calling him or whatever. I don't know. I have no idea. But I got his number, so I'll get one more song on, and then I'll get on to Skype, and I'll reach out for him and uh, get this yeah. thing going here. How's that sound? Sounds good. All right, here you go. Here's a little more Anvil Bitch, Gods of Fire. <laughs>
right, there you go, Anvil Bitch. I can't even get the Skype to work, so uh, he calls and he calls. I'm not going to go tracking people down. You know, I saw the email. <laughs> I know exactly what I said in it. Yeah, well, what are you going to do? I just have to add another name to the list. It looks was, like the, was, that list is turning into a book right now. I was waiting for you to say it. you got to go to the <laughs> second page of that list now. Oh, forget it. i, I got to go buy another book. i got to buy another book. <laughs> you know, the Skype froze up, and if I try to play around with it, I might just lose uh, the whole switchboard. Oh, yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. I'll just leave it for now, and uh, I'll try again a little bit. You know, Maybe uh, when I'm on with another song, I'll, I'll shut everything down and... Uh, and get it to come on again. If you want to send me it in a, a what do you call it, I could send, I could try it on my cell phone. Yeah, then how would we uh, talk? Well, I'll tell him to call in. I never thought of that. That's a good idea. Remind him to call in. Uh, I, I'll send you the number. And let me get another song on while we do that. Now, uh, I'll send you the number. Because I think he's expecting me to call him, but uh, I know I didn't say that in email, but uh, who knows. I could tell him you're having phone problems. <laughs> you have to tell him anything. He knows what it says, and he just probably didn't realize it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes they just see the, you know, call in, and they don't uh, check everything else, you know? Yeah. All right, let me see what I got here. I don't have anything here, so how does that sound? All right, let me get another song on, then we'll do that. Uh, I hate when yeah. this happens. It's just It just distracts me and throws me off. And I don't like distractions. I don't blame you. That's why I stay down here and my wife stays upstairs. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding around. There you go, a little rough cut. Fight for your right. Alex, hang on. I'm sorry I stopped playing that song. I thought it was our guest, but it was Alex calling in. Better late than never, I guess, huh? All right, let me get back to that song now. I wish I could start from where I left off, but uh, I have to start it from the from the very beginning again. I apologize for that. Uh, okay, what are we doing here? It was a little rough cut, right? I'm sorry, it sounds really unprofessional tonight. That's what happens when a guest doesn't call in. All right, here you go.
All right, there you go. I don't even know what I just played. That was rough cut fight for your right. Not bad. So far, we haven't heard from Gary. I know you tried time. I tried too. Yeah. It's like you said, you know, I'm not doing any more. You know, I'm not going to track people down. Either you call in or you don't call in. No excuses anymore. Fit. You know, I mean, yeah, unless something happens. Because, like I said, the voicemail came right on. That's usually yeah. weird, you know? I know, I know, I know. That's either um, that you, you know, you have your phone off or uh, you're on the phone or something like that. I exactly. Know. You know, even when I sent an email, it took him like a week to get back to me on it. So I'm not even going to be bothered. If he calls, any calls. And if not, I'm going to lick my pencil tip here. That's and good. add another name to the book. There you go. I'm already starting to write it in now. That way I could uh, finish it off early before the show. But you know what? We'll just keep playing music. That's all. We got Alex on the line too. Alex, you there? There you go. Yeah, I'm here. So so what happened? Uh, the the guy didn't call in? Oh, he's like you. He called in an hour and a half late, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he didn't call in yet. We're still waiting, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. Well, well, hopefully he calls in, but, you know, it's not, then, you know. I, do, I only want him to call in because I got my interviews lined up to reach number 100. Now, if he doesn't call in, I'm uh, going to be short on my 100 interview for when I made out the little flyer that I make up each show. I have uh, to redo it again. That's going to irritate me more. Yeah. Right. Right. But what are you going to do? Hey, this is life, right? Yeah, things just happen. Yeah, we keep saying that we need a week without guests just so we can play music and talk, but I prefer when we know ahead of time. That way, you know, I set more music up and have more things to talk about. But Yeah, well, well, it's nice if you plan a show without an interview, but when you have exactly. an interview planned and they don't show up, and then there's sometimes people there specifically for that person, and it screws everything up. Exactly. I know exactly what you're saying. And uh, if this was next week, we'd have about five interviews in the can because I got, like, Three interviews lined up this week and uh, one or two on Friday, so we'd have plenty like to stick in there, you know. But what are you gonna do? This is life. That's true. It is. There's worse things going on in the world. Blog talk radio. That's right. So while well, we got Alex on here, we could talk about his buddy Mandy Lyon. Uh, okay. While he's on it, because Alex is uh, his uh, his partner in crime, so we could talk about him. <laughs> now Mandy made Mandy made a comment. Let uh, me have Tracy like two weeks ago, right? Um, it was like a week ago. Like a week ago. Manny left a comment that Tracy was lying about all the stuff he was telling us and everything. But they got like a bad blood feud going on too for years since the World War Three record well, back in the you know, in the, the, 90s. Way, the, way, the, the way I look at it, Mike, is um, that there's, al- there's always going to be, with any argument, there's always going to be people saying stuff about each other. I mean, oh, Tracy yeah. stuff about him, he says stuff about Tracy. It's just one of those... It's just one of those things, you know what I mean? There's nothing you can do about it. Not at all. I mean, I talk bad about Tommy probably 25 times a day without him knowing about it, so exactly. it's not, you know. Exactly, and then there's times <laughs> I even know about it, so it's <laughs> <laughs> So that happens. What are you going to do? I mean, yeah, yeah, because he was referring to Tracy going off about how he wrote the songs when I guess... From what I hear, there's certain songs that he said he wrote that he didn't, so, you know, it's... I don't know. Well, something I didn't know about people that wrote songs, I didn't, uh, I'm going to be interviewing Craig Gruber from Elf and uh, Dio, I think, tomorrow or Tuesday. I'm not really sure. We're going to right. hear it a little later. But uh, I didn't know that he had his hand in a lot of the writing on the Heaven and Hell record. That's something I didn't oh, know. Oh, yeah, he, that, that whole song, Die Young, he wrote Die that. Die Young, yeah. I had no, uh, had no idea. Is his name yeah, he was, in fa- he was in Sabbath because uh, Geezer left from shortly after Ronnie joined and then... Uh, 
Um, and then Craig came in, and then before Geezer came back. Yeah, so uh, that's something I didn't know, and I'm, I'll bring that up tomorrow, maybe elaborate more on it. And, uh, or Tuesday, I, I got to check. I'm not even sure who I'm talking to anymore. <laughs> I got to find out who's uh, who's on when, but uh, that's something I, I didn't know. So it's uh, you learn something new every day in heavy metal, right? Even when you think you know it all. Yeah, right. Yeah, not, we're not You know, you know, we're not, we're not like uh, the ever so great Eddie Trunk who knows everything. I know. You know what? We probably heard something about that years ago, but you know, as time goes by, you get older. You just don't remember things anymore. You just things you always like. You know, I never had to write anything down. I just remembered it. These days, I, I, I say something, and five minutes later, I'm like, "What are you doing?" I says, "I still have to do something." I still forget. Yeah, you still forget it. You know. So yeah, you know, we we got to. You know, Alex has got the youth behind him right now, so he can remember everything. You know. Mm-hmm. Us, was, we'll get two old fogies here. That was funny when uh, I was talking to you earlier when you told me you turned on uh, Eddie Trunk the other night and he was talking about he was worried that wine tea burnt their finger on a cake or something. Yeah, we I, I, we talked about that before, time and if you weren't late, you would have known that, but uh, it's okay. We spoke about that earlier. <laughs> we mentioned that earlier. No, we were talking about that earlier today, Alex and I. And then in the beginning of the show, me and Tommy were talking about that. That uh, Dave Menachetti brought out a cake to him, and uh, he burnt he, uh, he burnt his finger lying. Well, you heard the show, Tommy. You listened to the whole show. Yeah, I listened to him all the time. Yeah, I, I, I know you're a big I, fan. I'm a big, I'm a big fan. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, I love what he does. But I just when he starts talking about himself, I gotta turn it off. Sometimes yeah. I don't turn well, it back see, on. You see, I I record it and then listen to it later. So I just fast forward when he starts getting, you know. Yeah, a little too. Even uh, some of the music he plays, he talks about, you know, the music he plays a lot. You know, he he plays a variety of everything, whatever. But some of the stuff he plays is the same shit he always plays, you know? I know. He he does repeat a lot of the same bands over and the over only again. Time, the only time he plays something different is if somebody requests it. Like if yeah. he plays a Merciful Fate, it's only if somebody requests it, you know? Yeah. Well, you got to remember, like too, it. the fact that he can even play as many things that he does play yeah. on a show without a program director, you know, setting up his music for him. Because, you know, on regular yeah. radio throughout the day... The DJs have no say what music is played. It's all oh, set up no, by a no, program they, director. They give him, they give him carte blanche to do it. Yeah, so I mean, at least you have, you know, he's got that option where other yeah, DJs well. don't. I mean, even he wouldn't if he had to do his show, yeah. you know, a regular DJing slot. You know, he'd have to play what he's told to play. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's terrible that it's like that in music today because it takes yeah, so much. Like we have Q104 here in New York, which is like the only rock station, like the classic rock station, like on a big, you know, sure. station, right. and. I'm telling you, if you listen to that show from morning till night, you'll hear Freebird 25 times. Yeah. You hear the same legs. They do like well, a double see, yeah, leg because, shot like, on every the, day. On these stations, everything's like pre-programmed. So what they'll do is like um, you'll always hear the same bands. Like you'll hear the same Led Zeppelin or something. You'll hear it's the same hear Billy Paranoid, Joe song. Black yeah, it's the same the, Billy Joe song, the same Elton John song, the same CCR song, the same uh, you know uh, Linda Skinner song. And these bands have hundreds of records, dozens of albums. Huh? But even you never hear anything different. It's so monotonous that you can't even listen to it anymore. Yeah, see, that's why I, I like the satellite radio. At least like the stations, they you know they dig a little bit. There was a yeah. time when the heavy metal station, uh, they have like three. They have one that's like uh, real, you know, the real dark stuff. Yeah. And they have one they call used to call Buzzsaw. Now they call it. Um, uh, 
But um, when it was called Buzzsaw, there was times when it was playing, they were playing the same stuff. And I used to, you know, email the DJs, you know, once in a while, you know, you know, why don't you play this, why don't you play that? Instead of playing the same old Ted Nugent song, you know, he's got fucking seven, eight, ten albums, you know. Uh, you know, I know. play another tune. But uh-huh. um, recently when they um, got, you know, the uh, satellite uh, systems merged, Sirius and XM, I think they must have got um, a better uh, program director or whatever. And there was a fellow named Ian Christie who used to be a DJ. He might be involved in the uh, in the uh, programming because uh, he's really got a great. Uh, oh, Ian Christie wrote that. Fin- you know that, that, that great book. He wrote that uh, great book. I mean, that I, I you know I haven't read it in amazing. a while, but it's knowledge. I mean, next, I mean, you and him would. I would love to sit in a room, a couple of beers. And you and him bullshit, man. Well, you know uh, what? I should send him an email, see if he wants to come on one day. We'll just do that, a show where we just talk about metal for the, for, for the two hours. That would be freaking great, man. Because his I book, mean, The Sounds of the Beast, is probably like the definitive book on, on heavy metal. If he doesn't like something, he still knows about it. I mean, exactly. how do you have a brain that absorb all that? He's amazing. Uh, I could barely absorb, you know, uh, ah. my, my kids' names there at this he point He would be time, an amazing guest, man. He would be really I'm going to reach out to him and see if he'd like to come on one day and uh, just, you know, yeah. talk metal we'll, Pick out a couple of songs. That'd be great because uh, he, I mean, he's a metalhead through and through. So, oh, well, and uh, if you don't have that book, definitely pick up "Sounds of the Beast" by uh, Ian Christie. It's probably one of the best books on rock and metal, and it, it gives you a good glimpse of the whole scene from start up until when he wrote the book a few years back. You know, up until that time. So, uh, it's definitely a must-read for any metalhead in the collection. Even if you're not crazy about metal, you just want to learn about the music and the scene. Right. He covers it all in there, from every every genre to. It's a nice family tree in the beginning, you know, going from, like, Sabaton up to that, the day he wrote yeah. the book. Really good stuff there. It's in his blood, man. That's amazing. And I think he has a lot to do with programming the station now, because I hear some Ted Nugent songs, I hear Aerosmith songs, I hear band like, Stars, bands like Stars, like, you never heard them on, on, on the old series. Yeah. I don't know if they played them on the, uh, uh, the other... Uh, they the might have, you know, maybe that's some of the stuff merged in from the other... Yeah. The other show, but uh, and when I had I had a, a, a Chevy for uh, a lease, they gave me six months free of XM, so I used to listen to it. Um, what was it called? I forgot the name of the station, but I used to listen to it. And they used to play some stuff like that guy Axie. Uh, who was that guy? Axel Petty. Axel. <sighs> from Germany. Axel Rudy Bob. Yeah, Rudy. Right, right. Yeah. Axel Rudy. And I was just like, wow, I never even heard of this person. You know. So, like, that's good, you know, because you play stuff sure. that, no, you know, not a lot of people heard of, you know. And, I like, know. you'll hear old um, um, Sammy Hager songs, like some songs I never heard of before in my life, yeah. you know, because all you hear is I Can't Drive 55 and, you know, <laughs> and Heavy Metal, yeah. And, red, yeah, heavy, the song Heavy Metal and the Red yeah. Rocker song, maybe, you know, three yeah. or four tunes that they yeah. play. They have a song called, um, I think it's Rock and Roll Weekend or something, and the beginning of it, Reminds me of the beginning of uh, a Saxon song, but I just can't, you know, place it every time I hear it on on the station. I gotta record it one day. So oh, I definitely. Go back and listen. But yeah, you know, I know I started out the conversation so with Tracy G because I was gonna play a song by him, but yeah. then we got off track there. So maybe I'll save it for the end. Okay, cool. Yeah, because we sent over that new instrumental. Uh, we're gonna debut it tonight. It's gonna be coming oh, on Short okay, Guy Records cool. pretty soon. But uh, how about we do something... Uh, this is a band called Cinema. You remember these guys? I don't know if you ever heard of them. No, I don't think so. 
The song called Rockin' in the USA. This is like one of those Mike Varney uh, bands that he discovered back on uh, oh, okay. uh, on his record, uh, on his Shrapnel record label. I don't, think he, I don't think he ever put an album out by him. I think they were on one of his U.S. metal compilations, uh, if I remember. But I'm going to check it out. But here's a song called Rockin' in the USA by Cinema.
That was off the U.S. Metal, Volume 2, Cinema, Rockin' in the USA. Oh, I definitely have that song, definitely. I haven't heard anything by those guys besides that. I don't think you could even find anything on the Internet about them anywhere, but if anybody does, uh, let me know. I don't think they have any albums out. I mean, uh, that, Volume 2 is pretty good. Some of those bands were amazing, man. Yeah, I know. And he always like uh, featured bands that had great guitar players. Uh, that was his thing, you know? Didn't, um, what's his thing come out of that uh, album? Um, a few guitar plays come out of that album. Oh, um, uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was volume two from what I remember. The first yeah. one wasn't that great. I think the Rods were like the only decent band on there because, yeah. you know, it had David Rock in there. But uh, that was about it. The guy, who's the, who's the guitar player playing with UFO now? I can't think of his name. Uh, Vinny Moore? Vinny Moore, right. He came out of one of those albums. You know, I, I gotta I take you. those albums up, man. I got them all. I'll send them to you if you don't have them. If you, I got I mean, I like, ha- I a have whole the bunch of them. I have the records, so maybe one day I, got, I, I always say that I gotta bring over a flash drive and get some stuff from you. Yeah, I know. I'll just email them to you. I'll email, I'll email, I'll email you the links. You know, I'll put them up on me. For oh yeah, okay. Cool. The first album had uh, the band Chumbai on it, uh, right. EXE, Giles, Whiskey Stick, Isaac Newton. I never heard of any of these bands at that time, I even until today. Uh, Toys, Lyle Workman. The Rods were the Lyle, only one on there. Lyle that was like Workman. the only band. Yeah, I remember that name. Remember him? And every one of those songs was good, man. They were. i just not too familiar with those bands. But then they had a... Who was on the second album? That This came off the second album. But you know, they don't tell you the name of the guitar players. But uh, you had the Wild Dogs on there, which was Matt McCourt's band. Matt's been on yeah, the show. Yeah, that was us. Uh, yeah, Excited was I, on there with the song World War Three. The Wild Dog song, uh, Tonight Show, it's a great The Tonight Show is on there, yeah. yeah. Excited was on there, Culprit, Le Mans, The Rods were on this one again. Right. Uh, Mike Baddio, who I never heard of. Uh, Vixen, but that was the Marty Friedman Vixen. So, uh, Mike Mars Baddio, you know who Mike Baddio is, right? Nah. Oh, there was, a, there, there, was another, there was another band called Vixen? Oh, the original band Vixen, uh, Marty Friedman's band. Uh, Marty, uh, Marty Friedman started out in a band called uh, Deuce. Out in, uh, in, in Baltimore, Deuce went and changed the name to Tension. Uh, they were a great band with Tom Gaddis and Tim Meadows that were in that band. And uh, Marty moved to Hawaii, and he started the band Hawaii, and right. Hawaii turned into Vixens. Pretty much all the same plays. Yeah. And, uh, and Vixens put out a lot of great records. And that was, I want to say, it was, what was it Leather Leone who sang with him? I don't yeah. think so. i got to find out. Uh, he always had female singers, Marty Freeman. Now Marty's like a guitar god in Japan right now. Yeah. Yeah, it's like oh, a second yeah. coming of Christ in Japan, Marty Friedman. He's putting out something new, and he just put... Wasn't, hey. he, uh, wasn't he in Megadeth? Uh, for a little while he was, yeah. Uh, he was with them for a while, yeah. Yeah, he did some of, the, some, of the, some of the the more progressive... Well, not the more progressive, but the more commercials. Uh, the more commercial... Commercial albums. Megadeth albums, yeah. He was also a really cacophony. commercial, but commercial successful. I shouldn't say commercial, but commercial successful. Yeah, he also played in Cacophony with uh, Jason Becker, who's another great guitar player. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jason Beck, right, he's on Yeah, that. yeah. And they also had a uh, Virgin Steel was also on this compilation, too, with uh, with Jack Starr at the time. Right, right, band. right. Yeah, and Jack's another great guitar player. But he, he put out, I think, three or four of those uh, U.S. metal uh, albums. I'm trying to think, let me see if I can find the other one. Uh, that was like in 82, this one. The first one was in 81, and the third was in 83, so... Uh, who was on it? He had a lot of the same bands. Wild Dogs were on there again. Uh, Hawaii, which was uh, Vixen after they changed their name. 
that actually just they were Aloha. They started out as Aloha. Oh wow. Then Hawaii. Yeah, didn't, um, then Vixen. Didn't you post that demo to your blog spot at one point? Yeah, I think I think the Aloha one might be up there. Yeah, I thought I recalled seeing something like that. Yeah, that's Marty Freeman's band. Yeah, I had no idea there was another Vixen though. The only one I knew was uh, the uh, Vixen from uh, the late '80s. Yeah, that was like the the poppy uh, the poppy hair right. metal. Not even hair metal. They were they were girls. I mean, there's some good musicians in there. I think what's her name? Gardner, the guitar player. Um. Jane Garner. Oh, Jan, Jan, Jan Kutterman or something. Jan, yeah, like something like that. And uh, Roxy Petrucci, uh, Petrucci or something. But they yeah. were like a they were like a commercial uh, commercial pop. You remember band. Uh, you remember you remember a band called uh, Madame X. I remember Madame X. I wasn't crazy about them, but I remember them. Uh, that wasn't that wasn't my type. Yeah, of that had uh, that had uh, the drummer from Vixen and then uh, her sister on guitar. Oh, okay, all right. Matter of fact, I have some. Uh, I got a. Uh, I got to do a little Eddie Trunke, you know. I got a metal matinee coming up called uh, Lady Killers in a few weeks. All female bands, and uh, Madame X is one of the bands I think on there. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. No, there was some, there was some good players, you know. But uh, yeah, but I, I'm gonna have was to go. Yeah, you got your own show to do in a little that, bit. Go get yeah, ready. I'll see you a little later. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go check out that Marty Friedman that version. Yeah, you do that, Alex. I'll talk to you later, and you're on in about 15 minutes or so. I think it's about a quarter eight. I think. Yeah, I'm not even home yet, so... <laughs> All right, well, hurry up and get home. you got a show to do. All right, I'll talk to you later. All right, I'll talk to you later. Take, Take care. care. All right. So, Michael. no guests tonight. we got 15 minutes left, I think, Tay. So, you know what? It's time to write that name into the book. I let me guess. Put my, uh, let me put my headphone down there to pencil and pencil. You can hear it? Sure. <laughs> there you go. He's in the band book. That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> band for life. Well, at least until he calls in the next time. But uh, yeah. no, we only leave that open for Accept. Oh, no, Accept's on the list, too, and I forgot. With Nuclear Blast, John Oliva. Who else is on there? Uh, circle to Circle. Uh, his list is getting bigger and bigger. Might as well put Eddie Chunk on that list. <laughs> Eddie Chunk, <laughs> nah, nah. You know what? I talk, we, talk, we, talk, uh, we talk stuff, but, you know, you got to support everybody in heavy metal. So you don't have to talk about yourself so much. That's the only thing. Yeah, well, you, that's all you do. <laughs> not only get it. No, do I talk about myself? I don't no, talk, not at all. Not at all. Oh, I don't talk about like how how bands and me, do, you know, like how yeah, bands uh, rule over bands, me. You know, I just talk about how I've got a small member and my wife don't care for me and stuff like that. You know, you know, things <laughs> to that effect. Yeah. No, I'm just joking around. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, those were here. great albums. Don't get they back were. To the album. They really were. Yeah. That really uh, that guy Michael Badio. Remember you saying that? That's the yeah. guy Michelangelo Badio. Another guy who plays with the two necks. He used yeah, two is that who it is? Yeah, he was in like one of those one of those hair metal bands. Okay, he, maybe that's why it sounded familiar. I heard of him more recently. He's a uh, a Dean artist. You know, he plays Dean guitars. Yeah. And uh, he came into the store once. Uh, as okay. Guy, like, the uh, rep from Dean, but yeah. Uh, Something was wrong with his hand, and he couldn't play for us. <laughs> that happens, right? It's just like when funny. we get to meet the Scorpions and they're having a meeting done. Yeah, <laughs> we're back there. like right behind a steel door. A steel door, you know, is this oh, God. One inch steel, two inch steel door <laughs> is separating you from like two, of you, two or three of your favorite people in the. In Let me the tell you something. Two inches a lot when it comes to separation. If I had two more inches, <laughs> I knew you were gonna go there. Once I said two inches, I knew he was gonna go there. Oh, You're God. crazy, man. What are you going to do? How about we play the new Tracy G song? You're All a guitar right. player and a great one at that, so you'll get appreciate nice, everything guys. he does on there. 
and then we'll do a little talk as we close things out. And uh, this is brand new by Tracy G. We're debuting it tonight. It's going to come out on uh, Shredding Across America, uh, Shredding Across the World. I don't know what to call the next album. Uh, got some really good guitar plays on these albums by Mike Madonna. He puts them out every now and then. And uh, this is going to be one of the songs on there. This is all called Baba Luigi. He was talking about this when he was on the show. Hi, Baba Luigi. Here you go, some Tracy G.
Abelusia, there you go. Some brand new Tracy G and instrumental that's gonna be on the Shrine Across America compilation. Cool. We're just making a tease a guitar player. He's all over the place, man. He's good. I like that, huh? I like it. I like it a lot. That's good. I just sent you a message about some interviews this week. If you yeah, I just, I'm sorry. I was looking at something. No, that's all right. I don't know if you got it or not. I tried to make them after work for you, but uh, some of them I couldn't. You know, uh, some of the different times. But if you can make yeah, it, just... I try to make them around lunchtime. You know? <laughs> yeah, no, this is good time. I mean, Frankie Banani, Banani, Banali might be a problem. But, right, um, that's like 11 o'clock our time. Yeah, I had to make it early because uh, yeah, I'm no, leaving. Yeah. I'm le- I was supposed to leave at 11 o'clock uh, Wednesday to go on oh, vacation okay. for the rest of the week. Oh, but uh, yeah, right. okay. I got him. So he, they're going nuts because it's like 8 o'clock in the morning out there in California, fam. But, uh, you know, I can't help it. No problem. Yeah, just Sometimes like I think the pre-recorded interviews are better because at least you know you got them in the can. So when you, when you advertise that they're going to be on, you know they're going to be on. You know, but what are you going to do? We had no Gary Capriati tonight from Anvil, bitch. So his name is now in the book. So let it be written. Let it be done. That's it. One more. <laughs> There's a lot of company in that book. I got to I gotta get the music for that in the background. So when people do that, we'll just uh, play the music. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I maybe okay. play the thing from the Ten Commandments when he's walking out, Moses. Yeah. Uh, strike his name from every tablet. <laughs> we'll get that related in. We'll get <laughs> the effect. We'll put it on. Yeah. The only thing I noticed is when, when a guest is supposed to call in and you advertise, and this is on Blabbermouth and uh, BWBK and all of them, and they don't call in, a lot of people listen. And then when they don't call in, they get, they get pissed at me. They get mad at me for some reason. Yeah. But I, I can't do anything about it. And, and it affects the show because like, people don't come back and listen the next week. It takes yeah, a couple think, of weeks for the show yeah, to build up again. Taking them around, yeah. Don't go by the four or five people in the chat room. There's lots and lots of people listening outside on the player. Yeah. And I apologize, you know, for him not calling in. I don't know what happened. But, uh, you know what? We hung out. We had a good time. We played a lot of music. That's all that matters. That's it. We had a good time. That's all. We got about a minute left. We're running out. Uh, there's no metal matinee Thursday. I'm going to be on vacation. But, Tommy, we'll be back on the 22nd with Dave Bizzagotti from Speed Kill Hate. That's a band that also features Dave Linsk from Overkill on guitar. Okay. And uh, Ray Cola, some old New York City hardcore, even though they're from New Jersey. With the Department of Corruption, they got a big show coming up with Death Thrash at Thingbat. So we'll be talking to both of those guys next week. So even if one don't call in, we still got the other. Excellent, man. All right, I got to thank Trace, like always, for hooking me up with all those great guests. All right, buddy, we're out of time. I will talk to you this week. I'll all give right. you a call Tuesday when I hear from Pat. Let you know what's going on. If you want to come hang for a little bit, grab okay. a drink. I'll come grab you on the way through. Okay, sounds good. All right, everybody, thank you for listening. I appreciate it. Sorry about the, the interview. But there's plenty in the archives and plenty more to come. Have a great week, everyone. Take care. All right. Good night. Take care, Tommy. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.